kill the queen. was so great so jedi <laughs> reggie jackson had one of the great tweets today did you see that joe no oh he wrote something like um i told you i was innocent <laughs> r.i.p to the queen <laughs> <laughs> reggie jackson was my favorite baseball player when that movie came out oh yeah he was great i've Mr. always Rock. wanted a queen to die <laughs> oh, a good so day mean. in my world <laughs> i know i you know what it is I just don't care about them anymore. And I think it's high time that they move on from the monarchy in England. I think we all do. For some reason, Jedi, <laughs> when we do the news, we're always talking about the royal family. We're always bringing up <laughs> Meghan Markle. But um, Jedi, I sent you that article. So many people are happy about it on Twitter. I, that's so mean. I mean, you're celebrating that someone's dead. To be fair, she lived a very long life. Yeah. Yes, she did. You know? But a lot of people there, you know, in the UK love her. They're mourning right now. Do you know why? Because of Prince Charles going to be king, right? (laughs) Well, that's not helping. But (laughs) she's been the monarch for 70 years. And what you need to understand is in, in the decade before that, there were four different kings. Very unstable. She took over at 25 years old. If you're under 70, you don't know anything different than Queen Elizabeth as the queen. And she did a nice job. I've seen mostly very respectful comments to her passing because one of the cool things she did, she was very apolitical. Mm-hmm. All the prime ministers that worked for her, most of them are like, I have no idea where she stands on issues because she does not does not give it up. And that's good from a leader to just be the leader of everybody and let the politicians yeah. sort the BS out. Isn't it like that here too? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's unbearable. I don't know how you do that show. I was just I, I didn't know um your co-host there, Jimmy, was Asian. I just watched some of it. I was, I was yeah, he's he's Asian. Uh, he's a he's a former Marine. Mm-hmm. He loves America more than I do. You know, he yeah, loves yeah. the Jesus and all that. And uh, he thinks he thinks the government were were you know shouldn't be involved in your life. He thinks that the government should somehow establish morals for the entire country. That that's what he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, the nuclear family, conservative Christian values, Sunday dinners, no transgenders. Kind of like that kind of thing. The 50s were such a nice time before the civil rights movement. Wasn't that great? Now, Jedi, like we always say, Joe doesn't usually know the topic. I sent him such a wide variety of pictures and videos. And Joe, just to get your head spinning a little more, we will touch on transgenders. I love it. it. From what I sent you, what do you think this show is going to be about? No idea. My only guess was, and it was based on a sign I saw in one of the pictures, 
that you sent me. Jedi, I, this I, sign. I Googled it, and I think this episode is about pots and pans. Pots and pans? Yes. Yes. I forget SMMK or something like that. Whatever it was, I Googled it, and pots and pans, like stainless steel pots and pans. And I honestly thought, Jedi, I went, I could see Todd doing an episode about stainless steel. Yeah, right. I do random stuff. I could see it. Now, Jedi, do you know the picture he's talking about? The one with a girl holding the sign? No, I don't. Well, it's about the topic we're doing. Remember he said, uh, we'll get into it. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Anything else going on, Jedi? Just weird stuff. That YouTube video I texted you earlier today. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't text Joe, but you can tell Joe what it was about. Oh. It was just a guy in a pet store, like, going up and sniffing a girl's butt. Wouldn't you know someone was behind you, Jedi? <laughs> yeah. His face was right up in there. You know what I hate about TikTok and Instagram? Because my wife, my wife loves the TikTok. She sends me TikToks, and they're never funny. Mm. But the thing I hate the most are the pranks. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Because it's like, you know what I love the most of any kind of video? People falling. Mm-hmm. Not people trying to jump or, and then they, and they hit their nuts. That's funny yeah. too. But when people just genuinely slip and fall, fall into a manhole cover, walk into a telephone pole, I'm dying. Yeah. That's my favorite thing in the world to laugh at. I hate fake stuff. If I suspect it's fake, it takes all the yeah. fun out of it for me. There's a great AFV video we watch on YouTube sometimes, and it's just like a 10-minute compilation. It's just people falling, and none of it is on purpose. It's all just random things, and they're so funny. <laughs> Kids walking on ice towards the bus. I could watch I could watch that all day. As long as nobody gets hurt, Jedi. No serious injuries. A broken leg, a concussion or two. Nobody dies. It's all in good fun. I don't know. That 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 doesn't get my motors running. <laughs> what Jedi, what makes you laugh? What are you into? What like Todd and I clearly we yeah. talk about we're we're into some weird stuff. Mm. What's what's your jam? What do you get into? I actually like to watch comedy clips, you know, stand up, random stand up. Yeah. Especially the the not so well known comedians, because some of them are funny. They just haven't hit it big yet, but that's that's what I do. You know who I've been? I found on TikTok or Instagram. I forget which one. Uh, Nick Bargazzi. Oh yeah, he's great. Oh God, he's hilarious. He doesn't swear. I love that. Like that's Will like Smith. A, that's a rare thing. Like Brian Regan to be so funny and like you can bring your kids, your grandmother, like your parents. It doesn't matter. They're just funny. I, I often think, Todd, that a lot of comedians, because like for some of them, they don't even need the swearing part. I think they do it to dissuade you from bringing the kids. Hmm. <laughs> Which, right, it's kind of dumb. It's like, don't you want the next fan base to, what's wrong with 10, 12-year-olds in the crowd? They're just going to be with you for the rest of your career. Why right. would you not want parents to bring them? Yeah, you exactly. Know? We've got lost in America. You know where it really happened? Never mind the transgenders and the gays, Todd. It's not that. <laughs> It's when parents started letting their kids decide the goddamn radio station. <laughs> You're in my car, bitch. We're not listening to Top 40. We're listening to classic rock. You let your kids tell you what to put on the radio? 
You get to listen to you when they're 14? Get out of here. You know That's where weird. America yeah. fell apart. And then we <laughs> gave know, them Instagram. It's all over. Isn't it weird now? Like oldie stations of the 80s. <laughs> like, yes. I saw that listed somewhere, oldies, and it was 80s. I'm like, are you kidding me? But, Joe, touching back on that TikTok stuff, if you were in a Home Depot shopping and some idiot threw, like, a basket over your head and was TikToking it, like, I like when those people get clobbered. Oh, yeah. I yeah. would beat the living shit oh, out yeah. of somebody. That. I wouldn't even <laughs> ask a question. I would turn around, and that would be it. And, and the even more maddening thing, Joe, they're probably making tons of money on that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they are. Doesn't make sense. I was just watching one the other day where this idiot, and the cops knew who he was, but he dropped like a, a fake pound of weed in front of a cop, and they hit him with an obstruction of justice charge. Or disorderly conduct charge, yeah. rather. And he was like, no, but it was a prank. It was fake. And they were like, when the cop has to react to what you're doing, that's disorderly conduct. Doesn't matter what was in the bag, you dumbass. Yeah. They confiscated <laughs> this kid, people, um, like non-THC leafy stuff or whatever. It was pretty expensive. They confiscated it. And he was like, you know, they gave the detective's name. And he was like, am I going to get it back? They're like, they're not going to get this back to you. <laughs> they're going to book this in the evidence. You're yeah. never going to see it again. And he was like, oh, you know, lesson learned, whatever. Yeah, of course these idiots are making money to do stupid stuff. I tell you right now, I uh, the day it happens to me, boy, someone's yeah. going to have a basket up their ass. <laughs> That's going to and, and that shit's going to go viral. I promise you that. <laughs> Greetings, Morts, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond with Jedi Todd and Producer Joe. Dating today is something else out of this world. With online dating and social media, do you really know who your friends are or who you're even dating? Do these people even exist? <laughs> it seems that no one is safe from being catfish, including high-profile, good-looking athletes. Let's take a look at Manti Teo and with his girlfriend that didn't exist. Did you guys watch that? Untold. Joe, did you watch that? Yeah. Okay. I started watching it, and my wife is not in the sports at all. I gave her the whole layout of what was going on. She had heard the story, didn't know about it. I was like, dude, this is like one of the best players in the country. And we started watching it. She says it was great. I fell asleep like 20 minutes in. Really? Yeah. I, I Jedi, I'm so different on how I felt going into watching the show. I thought Manteo really? was in on it, was a scammer. I mean, we'll get more into that, but I have him in a whole new light right now. So <laughs> if no one knows who Manti Teo is, why don't you tell him? Well, Manti Teo, he is from Hawaii like me. You know, he's born and raised in Hawaii, Samoan background, linebacker, All-American in 2012, a highly regarded decorated athlete, received the Lombardi Award, amongst other awards, 
He played football since he was a little kid and drafted in the second round of the 2013 NFL draft and um, played in the NFL till, you know, 2021. I think right now he's a free agent. I'm not sure if he is uh, still going to play, but now he is married with children. Yeah, so uh, when he left high school, he was recruited by 29 schools, and he said he was going to USC, and he's really, really religious. You notice that in the show? Yep, the he was uh, Church he of was Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints, right? Yeah, he was a Mormon. He was going to USC, and someone said, well, before you make your decision, I want you to pray. And he prayed, and he said, God told me Notre Dame. So that isn't was a culture amazing, shock. Isn't it amazing? how you can easily dupe somebody who is religious. It's it's insane. Joe, hey, I just yeah. need a sign. And you're like, hey, I found a sign, Todd. Yeah, this is great. Like, we should, God said you should give me all your money, dude. And you're like, yeah, all right. Like, yikes. I tell you this, Todd, I know I fell asleep. I'm very sympathetic having watched and learned about Manti Teo. I felt like even worse because I know I'm one of those people. Again, I was in sports radio at the time, too ridiculed this guy to no end yeah about what had happened and to now hear this story and to know about him and to know that i mean he didn't even want to be at penn state you know that he had a Notre family Dame. legacy at usc what did i just say penn state same <laughs> difference same garbage school yeah. but yeah no that's that's so unfortunate yeah penn state notre dame how I, i'm thinking of the colors or whatever anyway it's it was a tragic story but still uh, a clown he even said, oh, God, I don't think so at all. But he even said signing the papers for Notre Dame, he was sad because he said, I don't even want to do this, but my faith means more than what I want. Isn't that crazy? No, it's not crazy because you guys don't understand the culture here in Hawaii or with Polynesian culture. They're very religious and family-oriented. That's awesome. And people <laughs> should be those things, but... You have to make decisions for yourself based on your best interests, not anyone else's, especially if the people in your orbit, i.e. religious people, will take advantage of you and trick you into doing things. And not only that, Joe, this was the height of USC, Pete Carroll, all the championships. And he went to Notre Dame, who was like three and nine and seven and six. I mean, that definitely isn't the right choice. Like, you got to think about your future in the NFL. You know if you go to USC. Oh, and, and USC puts out Samoan football players like no other program ever. I, I think he's related. Isn't he related to the Tuya Supos? Isn't he a cousin of theirs? Was that in the documentary or am I dreaming that? Uh, that's the catfisher. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> and Joe, oh. when we talk about, when we talk about catfishing, we're not talking about this kind. Yeah. Jedi, have you ever seen people catfish like that? They put their arm under the water? Yeah, with their bare hands, right? Yeah. Grab their mouth or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe, that girl has to be fighting guys off with a stick. Being oh that God. cute and being into something like that, like so yeah. rough. That was incredibly <laughs> sexy right there.
That was hot. That's I've honestly, Todd. I've watched that clip about twenty times now. You don't oh even know gosh. that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So check out Hannah catfishing on YouTube. I recommend it. So Jedi, what did you think of the Manti Teo thing before you watched the documentary? I knew that this could happen. I wasn't surprised when I watched it. Honestly, because I could see this happen. In fact, I know people who this ha catfishing happened to. Don't you? Yeah, yes. But did you think Manti Teo was involved before you watched the documentary? I mean, I know you still think he might be, but what did you think before? Before, no, I did not. I did Are not. You... Because who in the right mind will screw up their first round draft pick and lose millions of dollars just for a prank or something? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, Joe, let me ask you something. Who's your favorite sports team? Is it the Yankees or the yeah, Giants? It's definitely who's, the Yankees. Who's your worst out of all the sports? Um, The Red Sox. Okay. Do you take more pleasure in seeing the Yankees win or the Red Sox lose? Um, More pleasure in seeing the Yankees win. But if we're talking like a postseason loss, then I would yeah. get great amounts of, uh, yeah, for sure. See, there's not much more that I like watching than Notre Dame losing. So I remember when this happened to Teo, like I immediately was like, this guy is such a jerk. What, a, what an ass. That's just the way I thought about it. I, I love watching teams that I hate lose, though. I'm also very into uh, one of the other sports guys on my network is always like, you're always so worried about how these guys are living out. So I'm like, it's important. I'm sorry to say it's important. Like I, I'll bring up Deshaun Watson real quick. If I'm giving you $230 million to take me to the Super Bowl, I would prefer you to not be a rapist. I think that's not asking for a whole lot. Hey, <laughs> starting quarterback, just like don't rape girls. That would be awesome. Really help the team out if you could do that. <laughs> I know. Right? Huh. Like what these guys do right. off the field is is important. So their social lives, unfortunately, and, and the things that happen are important. And I think that's good for these guys, knowing that that the spotlight will be shown on them because, you know, if you're like that punter from the Bills, uh, you do something wrong, everybody's going to know about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, like if Deshaun Watson was the um, Patriots quarterback, I couldn't root for him. Oh, I uh, wouldn't want uh, trash like that on my team. Yeah, the Browns are just an absolute joke. Their entire franchise I have a buddy who's a big Browns fan, and his thing is like, you know, but this guy was worse. And it's like, dude, that doesn't – what? You're bringing up Darren Sharper from like 10 years ago? He was a real <laughs> rapist. I'm like, well, your guy was a bit of a rapist too, yeah. so stop it. What degree of rape is acceptable for you to be a fan <laughs> of that guy? Come on, dude. All right, so, Jedi, how are we going to talk about Renaya? Because Renaya – was a man this is the catfisher but during the documentary it's actually now a female she trans she what do you call it? i stayed up for at least i got through that part Transition. i did see that and it and it did i you know i might have been that's where i was dozing todd i think that's why yeah. i confused the tuya sopos with the taos yeah so so renaya renaya was a man but she felt like a female, so she wanted to create this alter ego on Facebook. So she made up the name, what, Lene Kakua, I think it was, Jedi. Yes. And then yeah. she sent she sent a bunch of people in Manti Teo uh, friend requests. That's how they started talking. See, but the, the strange thing is, is like in a lot of Polynesian cultures, having a third gender is acceptable. So I don't understand why... You, you know, she had to do this elaborate hoax 
if culturally it was somewhat acceptable. What do you mean a third gender? Yeah, explain. <laughs> what? I didn't know you guys were so progressive. <laughs> There's a third gender for, um, like, in in some Polynesian cultures, talking about the, the Samoan culture in, uh, in specifically, there's something that's called, like, in their culture, fa'alfine, where some men are raised to be as females, and they take over the female role. Not just Samoan culture, but a lot of other Polynesian cultures have this third gender. And so that's why it was, while watching the documentary, it was puzzling to me because I don't know if it was because his father, Naya's father, was a pastor, and that beliefs got in between of how she was feeling, and that's why she had to create this hoax. But I would think that culturally, she had more acceptance than other people who don't have this third gender in their culture. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, is everyone in Hawaii pretty much religious? There's a lot of people who are religious. A lot. Yes. And not just, you know, Christianity, you know, Buddhism or, you know, Mormon. There's there's a lot of religion in Hawaii culture, period, because yeah, we, ce we yeah. celebrate each other's culture. Um, yeah, they're a lot. They're a lot nicer over there, Joe, in Hawaii than they are here where we are. Well, I gotta ask this then, Jedi, because I know when white Americans come to Hawaii, <laughs> I know where you're going. The locals aren't welcoming those people at all, are they, Jedi? In some sense, that's true because yes, <laughs> colonizers. <laughs> oh shit! They're colonizers. You know what? Here's white guy me totally forgetting about history. I'll shut yeah. up. Now. <laughs> they took over the Hawaiian monarchy. It's weird when they see those white people it. that they're like angry about that time when we kidnapped the queen in the middle of the night and took over the palace. Is that how it exactly, went down? Exactly. Exactly. Bingo. Tom, why are they still upset about that? That was like a hundred years ago. Because it's not your land. <laughs> no, I know. I'm only kidding, Jedi. <laughs> But see yeah. how easily we forget. We do. We totally do. <laughs> So Lene took out that picture of that girl that she used. That was some girl from another school that she knew. It was like yeah, a really, I guess really... they went to high school together. They didn't know each other. They weren't close, but they knew of each other or who each other was, I think. Yeah, that's the girl Joe's showing. So Manti Teo thinks he's talking to this girl, and there's a whole bunch of pictures of her like in bikinis and stuff. So he she's talked hot. to her. Yeah, 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 she is. He talked to her. Her name, by the way, Joe, is uh, Diane O'Meara. You got it mixed up with Hannah, the catfish girl. I did. The one, the one catching the catfish. Exactly. So anyways, um, Manti Teo goes to Notre Dame, and he makes an immediate impact, and he's like a celebrity there. Everyone loves him. And that whole time, he has this relationship, which I do think is kind of weird having a girlfriend that you've never seen before. No, but, Especially but, when you you're the what? big man on campus. Yeah. Long-distance relationships, a lot of people do them. And then in the Mormon culture, right, they go on these missions for like two years. Jedi, right. you know who does long distance relationship? Pathetic, sad, lonely people. That is not true. That is not yes. true. Long distance <laughs> no. relationships don't work. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. You're it. Hold on. You're the big man on campus, superstar at Notre Dame, and you're telling all these little hoochie mamas 
Oh no, I got a girlfriend back in Hawaii who I've yeah. never met, but she's hot. And I, Bro, what are you doing? Yeah, when Jedi. You grew up in the church. That's conceivable. Oh yeah. <laughs> now Jedi, don't you think he was definitely like not screwing around? Huh? I would think that he was like faithful to this person. Yes, yes, I would yeah. think so too. He sounds like that much of a stand-up guy, someone he's never met. Joe, he missed out. What did he miss out on? Oh, good lord. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even play football, okay? <laughs> Come on. Killing me here, man, Titeo. <laughs> Holy smokes. So this this girl, Renea, she went so deep into this. He created brothers, sisters. He actually put himself, Renea, as a um, like a cousin. So like if you right? look at Facebook, he had like, uh, you know how you can look at Facebook, like siblings and who I'm related to. He made a whole family. So if Manti Teo, I mean, it's kind of smart, but <laughs> kind of creepy. Oh, that's stalker. stalker. It's just like, <laughs> got to go all in if you're going to do it. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh <laughs> so they went back and forth and Manti was super supportive. Joe, if, I think if like we ran into Manti Teo and said, I can't pay my rent this month. He always wants to help people. You notice that, Jedi? Yeah. He'd be, he'd be he like, here you go. I don't know assist. you. Yeah, totally. Easily taken advantage of. Oh, yeah, 100%. Joe, he's one of those people when I watched, I fell asleep one day or something, and I couldn't find the clicker, and one of those televangelist shows were on, and they were collecting, like, it was like a, a random amount. It was like $1,199, and they had a ticker in the bottom corner, and it was like, 85 people, 86. I'm like, who are these suckers that are giving this money? It's him. It's the whole Taiyao family was calling yeah. in. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, never trust those televangelists and stuff like that. Don't I mean, trust anybody. Yeah. Especially, let me tell you this. Here's a rule of thumb. Take this however you want. If you can't see something, it's not real. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what about Bitcoin? <laughs> Todd, you tell me. <laughs> now, speaking of not being able to see something, Jedi, I don't know if you saw this. Every time he said, like, let me see you. Joe, this was like years, never once yes. seeing anything. She would use every excuse in the book. Oh, my phone's cracked, uh, bad service. She'd call and not use the video. And she's like, can't you see me? I mean, after a couple times, I would be totally suspicious of this. No, a lot of people fall mm. for this. I mean, that's why there's so many Nigerian princes. I mean, <laughs> that's why the FBI is involved in some of these cases. Because a lot of people, men and women, they just fall for this fantasy. Can I tell you a short, quick story from 1997, the yes. early days of the Internet? I was in a yes. chat room. And I want to say probably six or seven women told me they were Victoria's Secret models. And I was like, um, okay, sure, send a picture. And nobody did. And this one young lady was like, I work at Victoria's Secret. And I was like, oh, another one of those models. And she was like, no, I'm the assistant store manager in Waterbury, which is oh, like nice 25 time. minutes from my house. Nice, and I nice was time. like, right. I was like, oh, no kidding. And we started talking. And we talked on the phone for a few days and I was super into this girl. I had never met her. We had really nice conversation on the phone. And like on the fifth or sixth day, Todd, she was like, do you want to know what I look like? And I was like, well, I mean, not really. Cause in my <laughs> mind, I'm already good. And she said, and of course friends was, was a thing. She was like, I look like Lisa Kudrow and she did, but a little bit hotter and younger. And I went and we met one night in downtown New Haven 
instantly she was disappointed. I could tell. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's not funny. We were at bar in downtown New Haven. Yeah. If you know anything about uh, New I, Haven? I know that. I know that place. amazing pizza at bar. She didn't want to get the pizza. She was like, we should go to that diner. And I'm like, oh, all right. My, my friends and her friends, it was about eight of us total. We went to one diner and she went to a diner like on the other side of New Haven. And it's like, dude, what? Yeah, all mix up. I'm like, yeah. the diner right down the street. Why wouldn't you have gone to the diner right there? You go to the, what? I oh called God. her the next day. I was bent. I called her cell phone, Todd, 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. She lives in Waterbury, not in the good part of town. Right, right. Her roommate answers her cell phone. Lisa's not here, she tells me. Oh. Wait, her name was Lisa also? or Yes, her <laughs> name was actually Lisa. And she was like, Lisa went for a walk. This is 1997. Yeah. I'm like, she has a cell phone. She went for a walk at 10 o'clock at night in Waterbury and left like the like a mobile device to call for help. Like, dude, what? Yeah. And she was like, I swear to God, she really likes you. And I was like, yeah, I'm all good. I'm good. And that was the end of it, Jedi. That was it. I That's the first time I've even acknowledged that happened since that day. <laughs> The first time that's you how you do it. Yeah, that's how you know you don't get catfished. I'm not paying that girl's rent. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, you weren't strung along for three years. No, no, no. It was blew me off once, and she was smoking. Yeah, hot Jedi. Smoking. Oh my gosh, I have a girlfriend. She met this guy online, I think, and then she said she was dating him. He kept fleecing her for money. She, he would do the same thing. Oh, you know, we can't meet. We can't meet. Oh, here's a picture. Here's a different picture. He ended up saying that he had a son, but he was um, divorced or separated, that he his son was in the hospital. She called every single hospital to where she he was at and tried to send him money. I mean, I don't, the FBI got involved. That's, that's why I fully believe that Manti didn't know, you know, because I know people who fell for this kind of stuff. And I totally think people should be punished more for this. I don't even think anything happened to uh, Naya. I know, right? Don't, don't you have a catfish story, Todd? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll get into that in a few minutes. Um <laughs> So anyways, they were talking for like years, Jedi, and then he got a text from Lene's cousin that said uh, she was in a car accident and was on life support. I mean, think of the emotions this guy's going through all in a lie. Right? And he yeah. has to concentrate on the games that's coming up? Yeah, exactly. So Jedi, I mean, uh, Joe, how messed up is this? First of the all, let me just yeah. say, I'm waiting three years. Clearly, I'm going to bang this check, right? And I'm being super loyal and I'm doing my, and all of a sudden she dies. That would have been the day if I was Manti Teo atheism. Oh yeah. Right, right. right. I'm out. I'm out. God. I'm out. So Jedi, I mean, uh, Joe, they said that she was on life support, right? So they said, do you want to talk to her? We're in the hospital right now. I mean, this is like uh, the detail they went to was incredible. They brought the phone over and he could hear heavy breathing. Like she was like on like the, the ventilator or whatever. And 
he's talking to this person breathing and then he can notice the breathing change. And the brother said, uh, the doctor just came in. She doesn't have that type of response with anyone. So Manti Teo is like, this is an amazing feeling to know you just had that impact on someone. He goes, I'm going to call right? ev every day. Every day he called and talked to this person in a coma. Like the, they went to this much effort to keep up this lie. That's evil. <laughs> That, that's evil. <laughs> and then when she got better, they told Teo she had leukemia. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Joe, back in the day, you said you reamed this guy. What, what, what were you saying about him when this was happening back then in real time? Oh, God, Jedi. I mean, again, it's the, the same thing. Listen, when you're investing in an athlete, you got to make sure that you know, not only they're going to be able to perform on the field, which Todd will tell you, I mean, right. Just performing as a professional going college to pros, there's no guarantee that's going to translate in any of these sports. There's plenty of guys that are stars in college. They get to the pros and they're just overmatched. And so that's an important aspect of it. Right. And right. a guy's whole makeup. And again, to me, Manti Teo was just, was a really flawed individual. And, what was I saying about him? This is a guy who who like can can look at the offense Jedi and he can pretty much guess what they're about to do. Like he's a he's a smart dude. He's a smart guy in a lot of aspects of his life, but he's got some serious flaws. And a lot of it I hate to say it is tied to the religion and the culture. And I'm always concerned about people that are weak-minded. Here's the other problem Jedi you, you send guys, you send young men, in this case, Manti Teo from Hawaii uh, to South Bend, Indiana, of all places. Right. With no supervision. If I was Manti, Todd, I'd been crushing it. You know this. Mm -hmm. Right? But that's not his style. Right. And, again, people were able to take advantage of that just I don't know. I, yeah. Like, yeah, that's why he I, believed her, he said, I that, you know, they that, had common. I wish that there was a class that people could take in college. <laughs> people who are going to become pro athletes. I think Alabama and Ohio State and USC, UCLA, Iowa, the schools, Miami, that pull out professional athletes yeah. across all the sports, there should be a class on how to not get screwed over. Well, did it? How to not be that, taken advantage exist? of. No. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders brought that uh, Instagram model, Brittany Renner, to yeah. his, his uh, camps, right? That was the yeah. class. The mindset was there. There was no class. Trust me. <laughs> Uh, uh, no class at all. Some more yeah. of an informal setting. Yeah. Let's just Joe. <laughs> Joe, if you're a rookie in in, a, in NFL or something, and you come to camp and you have an entourage and a Lamborghini, you know you're screwed. Oh, it's, you know, uh, it's over. But here's the other thing: if you have an entourage of yes men, you're going to either rape or shoot someone in your first three seasons. It's a guarantee. <laughs> yeah. When you're surrounded by people. And you've never had money before. And that's, again, that's what a lot of these, especially the, the black players, you come from, like, abject poverty, right? You struggled, right, Ty? You can't even, not, now you can, but you couldn't even make money in college. So you're yeah. poor all through college, and, and you're making the university millions of dollars with your athletic prowess, and you get zero. 
You can't even go. You you could get suspended and miss a game, Jedi, if you get extra food in the cafeteria. Yeah. That's how strict they are about those scholarships. And then all of a sudden, three months later, that young black kid's got like five and a half million dollars in the bank. And no one's there to explain to him how to budget, how to plan for the future, how to not just spend all your money on nonsense on your friends, how to not be taken advantage of by shady managers, girlfriends, wives, baby mamas. They should be teaching these kids. Uh, again, it would be an elective course. If you have professional prospects, enroll in this course. Let's teach you some basic bookkeeping, how to right? balance a checkbook. You know, Shaquille O'Neal didn't know how much money he had. Like Shaquille would call his his accountant and be like, can I buy a house? And the guy would like, buy like 20 houses, dude. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't understand it. He was fortunate to not be taken advantage of because so in the same dumb. with Mike Tyson, right? <laughs> well, Mike Tyson was ruined because of the people around him. The second Customato died. Customato was his manager, uh, right. basically his stepfather, his foster father, I should say. Soon as Cust was out of the picture and Don King rolled in, Mike Tyson's life changed forever for the worse, and he ended up in prison and then a bum. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal got a great accountant. It's just like his little old Jewish guy who's like real. Shaquille O'Neal will go buy a Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll call Shaquille and be like, "Hey, knock that off. Like, be careful. You just not don't do that." So that's what you need. You need people. Billy Joel's brother-in-law robbed him blind. Oh man, blind. I mean, he had no money left. Right. MC Hammer spent thirty million dollars. Because he wanted to take everybody from his Oakland neighborhood with him to the big time. Yeah. And not realizing he didn't have that much money. Who was the guy in the Bears? Was it Robert Trailer? Big big defensive tackle. I forget his name. Trailer uh, was his last name. He's on the Chicago Bears, but he uh, he um he built a nightclub in his mansion. Really? Why? And he would tell all the rookies. Yeah. Nothing good happens after 1 a.m. Yeah. Come to my house. Well, party. Nobody's leaving. Mm-hmm. No one's getting in the car. I know who's coming in. I know who's coming out. No gold diggers coming in here. None of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, no guns. Just, we'll party. They had a nightclub in his house, and they would party and do their thing, but nobody left the premises. Like, clearly, somebody somebody told them the right way. Because, yeah. listen, there are people out there that will try to take advantage of these professional athletes. And, again, I just feel like, Especially some of these good old boys where I love God, my family, and my country. And it's like, I'm taking all that dude's money by the end of the week. Yeah, exactly. I know. (laughs) Second he opened his mouth and said, y'all, I was like, oh, we're getting that money. (laughs) We got to protect these people. And I I, I tell you, my opinion on Manti Teo has completely changed. And I didn't even watch the entire thing. And in in the parts that I watched. I feel terrible for him. And I and I feel like anybody who gets bullied or like th- those are my people. Like those are the people I would punch somebody in the face for. People that get taken advantage of like that cuz they're kind-hearted. I hate when good people get taken advantage of by shitty people exposing the good nature of the first person. That's the worst to me. Yeah. And you might be like, "Well, how could he know this was going was happening?" But catfishing really wasn't a thing in 2009, 2010. I know they have that show on MTV, Jedi. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I have, and it's sad. <laughs> a lot of people get catfished. 
I feel so, like Manti Teo could have watched a marathon of that show and still would have had no idea what was happening. No, but see, Joe, he had Anaya did a voice. That's the other thing why it was so believable because she could do a female voice impression. Yeah, even his roommate and his friend there said, I know it sounds hard to believe, but she had a really nice voice. So he went through, he talked to her for like three years, I think it was. And then one morning before one of the last games of his senior season, his grandmother died at six in the morning, got a text. So he was grieving with that. Joe, same day. Time out. Yeah. yeah. The grandmother's real though, right? Right. Yes. Okay. The grandmother's real. She dies. <laughs> the same day he gets a call that Lene is now dead. So he has to deal with both deaths. And Brian Kelly told him not to play. Everyone said not to play, but he ended up playing that night against Michigan State. But imagine if he didn't play and then this all came out. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> now, Jedi, how about this? How about when, after she died, Manti Te is going through all this whole thing. So Renaya actually called in his man voice and said, some of the people in her family want to meet you. So they showed Jedi when he was hugging. Manti yes! Te- Teo was that hugging so hugging Renaya outside the game, thinking that it was like the cousin or something. Oh my they god. Hugged. Oh. They hugged. Yeah. He was yeah. facing balls. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know exactly. Now, even though like wow. she said that she was dead already and Manti knew she was dead, she said, I knew it wasn't over at that point. I had to keep it going. Jedi, do you remember how we kept it going? I just don't uh, get it. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe, like a couple weeks later, he's grieving the loss of her, grieving the loss of his grandmother. He's going for the Heisman. He's going for the national championship game. And he gets a call from Lene's sister. And they're talking. Oh, yeah, this, that. And all of a sudden, Lene's sister said, it's me. <laughs> Manti's like, what? What's me? And she's like, it's me. He's like, what are you talking about? Who's me? He's like, listen to my voice. It's Lene. And he just hung up. Picture what he has gone through. Oh, my God, dude. Uh... Talk about gaslighting and making someone yeah. go absolutely crazy. Yeah. So, How is that not illegal? I know. I, I know. It's wow. Crazy. And, Joe, this is this is the messed up part. This is when he said, the only way I'll ever believe this is if you send me a picture with the date and those initials. You got that picture, right? So just think, right now he's like, okay. So he gets the picture of the pretty girl holding initials, December 21st, 2012. So why wouldn't you believe that? Exactly, right? You can't can't really fake that. (laughs) And it was upon request, on demands, and he furnished it. So it's believable, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, but at that point, I would have been like, I'm going to need some titties. That's what I'm going to need here. I just can't stop thinking about all that he missed in college, Joe. Yeah. Thinking over that. Oh, what the good hell Lord. What to miss in college? <laughs> did you go to college? Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, then you know. You know exactly what we're talking about, you liar. I, I didn't go to those kinds of colleges. <laughs> you didn't go to those parties, is what you're saying. <laughs> and what, um, did <laughs> yeah. what state? What state did you go to college in, Jedi? Hawaii. Oh, you were in Hawaii still? So, yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah. I bet. <laughs> Joe, those gonna, that's going to be some boring college compared to what we went to. I went to Coastal Don't Carolina. Don't incriminate yourself. Oh, now. I forgot you're a Coastal Carolina. <laughs> the Coastal yeah. Carolina thing is awesome, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I love that. 
when I went, it was just a little college. It's like ridiculous now. It's huge. When people are like, because I, I do a college football show, and people are, like, I'm big on. I've always been. I mean, since they emerged a couple of years ago, I love Coastal Carolina. Yeah. And now I use you as like, like my buddy Todd went there. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why I'm rooting for Coastal Carolina because of Todd. Yeah. A buddy you didn't know a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jedi, he got outed because one morning a tip came to Deadspin that said, I know you get thousands of crazy tips. This is one that should be checked out. I was born a Laia boy on the north shore of Oahu. While Manti Teo is a loved native son here in Hawaii, he is also a fraud. The story about his girlfriend is totally made up. So I guess when they read that dead spin, they were like, yeah, whatever. But they sent it to some crazy, unbelievable. He's that guy. He worked for um, Anonymous. Yeah, guy. right. Like talk about the wrong guy to get this in the hands of <laughs> or, the, or the right guy, whichever way you're thinking about it. Who sent that tip to dead spin? So it's just someone named Chris. They never said Jedi. But isn't Chris the name of his, one of his friends? Or not... that could have been someone faking that their name was Chris. Who knows, right? That's a very ambiguous name. Sounds like somebody who could sometimes be a man or sometimes be a woman. Any suspects, Todd? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Pat. It's Pat. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. so, I mean, obviously it had nothing to do with Lene because that's the last thing that she would have wanted out. So I don't right. know who that was. So Deadspin ended up publishing it, and just all hell broke loose. Like Notre Dame didn't know what to do. Katie Couric had him on the air, and like everyone wanted to know if he was gay for some reason. They thought he was in on this to hide his sexuality. But that's a terrible narrative, considering like what we discussed earlier about the different cultures and uh, you know things. In, I mean, they don't know anything. That's just the media trying to spin stuff. Yeah, the, the media is awful. You know they no. love this. Yeah. Oh the media God, is awesome. Oh my God, The Joe. media is awesome. <laughs> the media is so great, dude. That's where you get all these stories from, or you wouldn't have these stories. Of course, it's the way people take and interpret the news that's the problem. It's not the media. It's not the messenger. It's the thing that happened. <laughs> like, who should we be mad at here, right? Not not Manti Teo, not the media. We should be mad at, at Lalani. That's who, that's the bad Renaya, person here. Renaya. Like, whatever, Renaya, Lanaya. <laughs> a terrible person. What a sick, twisted person. Yeah, I know, I know. So the national championship game, they end up getting trounced by Alabama. And um, now, Joe, the thing about the Heisman this is why I hate these big schools like Notre Dame and Alabama. If he had the same numbers at UConn, no one would know who he is. Like cool. Notre Dame's on TV every week. If you look at the Heisman winners, probably like six out of the last 10 years, it's Alabama. You you throw in like a Clemson and a, maybe like the one like off year was um, Lamar Jackson because he played for Louisville. But for the most part, it's teams that are going to be in the BCS. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's like a flaw. I don't like that. I wish – like smaller schools where people would look at those more when it comes to the Heisman. It's like Bama every year now. Well, it's funny. I didn't know this until a few years back, but these schools and the guys who end up becoming the front runners for the Heisman, the schools spend like millions of dollars in campaigns. Joe wow. Theismann of uh, Joe Theismann went to Notre Dame. 
I think, didn't he? Uh, Montana did. Montana did. Where did Joe, look up where Joe Theismann went. Uh, but his name, his name was actually Joe Theismann. And they started pronouncing it Theismann because it rhymed with Heisman. Oh, yeah, he did go to, and he did go to Pam, he, it was, he was, was that he, right? Yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, they launched a whole campaign, and they literally made him change the way he pronounced his last name. Still says it to this day, Theisman. For Heisman, that was the campaign. Joe Theisman. <laughs> How funny like is politics, that? politics then. So, Jedi, I mean, imagine being Manti Teo. You did nothing wrong. If anything, you were, like, so nice to this person. Then the Deadspin article comes out, and all on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, everyone's bashing him. Like, I knew he was no, a fraud, right? this and that. It's like he didn't do anything wrong. Not to mention, we didn't even know that Renai was, like, a transgendered person. That wasn't even really on the map. Right. No, 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 no. Not e- no. Right. Even it like, was more yeah. like, and again, the idea that Manti Teo is clearly a into dudes how do you not know that was a dude they didn't talk for three years like again big man on campus he's not looking to hook up on campus with anybody else yeah right that seemed like a safe yeah it seemed like there could be more to the story than that but again as it turns out he's just an idiot yeah an overly trusting kind-hearted idiot and we all know like a couple of those Hopefully people. in love. Yeah. yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, some people have faith and trust, and some people like evidence. I'm an evidence person, that's all. Doesn't mean I don't love. Just have to see it first. So we know Johnny Manziel won the Heisman. <laughs> he saw what happened to him after that. Yeah, what are the Heisman? You can still become a big loser. That yeah, exactly. True. That doesn't guarantee anything. This, this right? is right. where yeah, this is where it really hurt Manti Joe. They thought he would be like a top ten pick, top fifteen. He went thirty eighth because people didn't want to touch him. They're like, we don't want to go near this guy. Yeah, and, I, he missed out on his first draft pick, right? Yeah, first round, first day, and also how Joe said it doesn't really transfer sometimes college to pro. He Joe, he said he was like in college, he was just in the zone tackling people. He said every play in the NFL, he's like on pins and needles, like, oh no, I'm gonna miss this tackle. It's a the next level on any sport. It's a whole new ball game. Again, I think him being, and I I hate to say it like this, but kind of a mentally weak person. Mm-hmm. I could see where the transition and and again, right now, the pressure I'm doing this that I've been doing my whole life, Jedi, but now I'm doing it for millions of dollars. And where guys like Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown don't really give a shit week to week what happens, right? They're getting yeah. paid. They don't care. Manti Teo is clearly one of those guys who felt like he had to earn every dollar and make every single play because that's what he signed up for. Again, the good person that he is worked against him and it's worked against him his entire college career what would have been a pro career and i would imagine that his current relationship with his wife probably not probably not a great one she is beautiful i'm sure (laughs) he's very handsome he's a sweetheart I'm sure he, I'm sure she's gorgeous. She I'm sure she runs the, I'm sure she runs the show in that house. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> now, Joe, seven years in the NFL, 212 tackles, one and a half sacks. I mean, this could be one of the all-time busts. This is like Tony Mandarich. Yeah, you know, it's funny. If he would have gone in the first round, 
or or more specifically, top five, top ten, like he should have gone, he would definitely, especially on the defensive side, be the greatest defensive first round bust ever. Oh, totally. Him falling, I think, is the only thing that saved him, and is literally the only thing that makes him like a sympathetic figure in all this. Like, I, I couldn't even remember who he played for. Do you even know who he got drafted by? He's just such San a... Diego. Yeah, yeah, Chargers. I do but remember that. Yeah. He just got drafted, and you never ever heard of him again. I didn't even know if he played. Now I didn't know he played seven seasons. I thought he yes. flamed out much faster than that. That that actually was very surprising. So he made ten million in his career, but that doesn't go far in ten years when you have the agent, taxes, God knows what else. Yeah, probably yeah. has to get a job at some point. I would oh think. yeah, dude, he's probably got like less than a million dollars in the yeah. bank at this point. Yeah, he's working a real job. I don't know why he doesn't just start a ministry, right? Yeah, like a good, kind-hearted. You know, it's funny. So many people who are sinners, and by sinners, I mean like. Bad people, abusers, murderers, rapists, they start ministries all the time because they're saved and God redemption and all that shit. Here's a guy who was publicly humiliated, Mm -hmm. sexuality and morals questioned, rose above, and is still an amazing human being. If you're going to go to a church, I would love it if you went to a church with that guy. I'll be honest. I would feel a lot better about religion if that were the case. Oh, yeah. Now, Joe, they asked him if he forgave Renaya. What do you think? Of course he does, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. is a lovely lady, I'm sure he said. I bet you even used the right pronouns. That's what a good duty is. I'm always amazed by that. I, Jedi, every once in a while you see like a case where someone will murder someone's daughter or something, and they'll interview the person at, at like court, and they'll say, oh, I forgive him. It's How can you forgive that person? People just like that, that are religious. Dude, if I was Manti Teo and you're like, do you do you forgive her? I'd be like, oh, um, let me see that ass. I'm going to whoop it. I'm going to whoop it. <laughs> Get her in here. I'm going to whoop it. Right? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I, I would be, I would be, the just to, let me tell you something. There's like three people walking the earth right now that the mere mention of their name makes me growl. <laughs> you know what I mean? The kind of people who are like, if they walked into the room, yeah. They're getting punched right in the face. <laughs> no questions asked. Just showing their faces all the provocation I would need. So, Jedi, before I get into my catfish story, <laughs> do, you have, do you have anything else on uh, Manti Teo? Well, yeah, to play devil's advocate, how come he didn't attend the funeral of his belated, uh, his late uh, he, girlfriend? He you didn't know? Know where she, probably didn't know where she lived. <laughs> dude that whole thing dude if he was like if he was like not on the football team if he would have been in the band and the story came out that he had a girlfriend mm. of three years who he'd never met can you imagine the ridicule that dude would have had <laughs> I mean, it's, it's right? a football team <laughs> right oh the wedgies he would have gotten Oh, dude, thank God this happened to someone as cool as Manti Teo. That would have ruined another dude's life for sure. Oh, man. I I just, like, think, Joe, he's at, he's at some type of party. If he ever was at a party and, like, these hot chicks would come up, he's like, sorry. Meanwhile, it's some guy he's never seen before. 
All right, so before we wrap this up, I guess this is a catfish story that I've told a couple people, and they say, why would you tell anyone that? And meanwhile, I'm going to like say it right now on the air. So I told, you, <laughs> I told you guys before, the most addictive thing I've ever been a part of is online dating. And that's why I sympathize a little with Naya, because I understand getting wrapped up in something and addicted to it. She probably couldn't stop messaging him, and like you can't just stop. So, but did you I, falsify your whole Id identity? No, 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 no. So, Joe, online dating. When I broke up with my ex in the mid, like, two thousand six or something, I found online dating. Plenty of fish was the app I used, and it was ridiculous. Jedi, you type in your zip code, you type like thirty to forty years old, you'd hit enter, and it would be like there are like eight hundred and sixty girls within two miles. It was it was unreal. Wow. And like I just Joe, I'd be like cover letter to these girls. Hi, would you like to go for a drink? Like it w I would send every girl a message in like two seconds. Like Bing, 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 Bing. Watching the way you did the recruiting for Amazon, I could imagine <laughs> how many hates <laughs> this guy was just firing away at. Yes. Oh my he, god. Todd plays the numbers. <laughs> yeah, Joe. You know what? If I get ten percent, I just have to send a lot. You know, send it's a thousand. A yeah. yeah dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it it was unreal. So for like three years i was obsessed it was it was my life i would wake up in the morning check my pof but joe my biggest hits were believe it or not craigslist craigslist used to have a personal section and you just post the ads and go on with your day and then every once in a while you'd you'd have to work at it all joe you'd look at your messages oh like five four or five girls message me let's meet for drinks or whatever so i did this for like three years jedi it was ridiculous i could never do that again and joe I, i'm a nobody imagine if you were like an athlete or a oh, celebrity dude. yeah imagine <laughs> if you're manti teo you'd be banging on the craigslist oh boy so, aren't there a lot of weirdos on there well, when you do it for a, <laughs> when you do it for a while, you become like a pro at it, and you know who to kind of weed out. It's weird, but anyways, this this girl Alex messaged me. I lived in one town; she lived in the next. She kept asking me to come over. It's kind of crazy that girls want a guy to just come over. It's kind of risky, but anyways, we talked on the phone and everything, kind of like a Renaya type situation. She said, "Just come over. We'll watch a movie." I go over. I knock on the door. She opens the door. It's a. It's obviously Joe. It'd be like you with a, a wig. What? A, yeah. It was a guy with a wig. What and Joe, did you guys watch? Yeah. No. 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 I was so in shock and didn't know what to do, and I'm such like a, a not like a dickhead that I went in. No. <laughs> Shit. What? And she had the crying game on, and you. Were like, All right. Wait a minute. You had your own Naya. Man, like pay out jersey on the wall. You're like, I don't know. I'm oh. getting a weird feeling here. I love how Joe says, "What movie do you watch?" As a joke, but meanwhile, like <laughs> did. I did go in for some. I didn't know what the hell to do. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" And back then, you could have been murdered. I know. <laughs> But the thing is, transgender, it's kind of a thing now. Back then, it really wasn't. It was just such an uh, an odd thing to see. What an really. incredibly woke thing of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, transgenders back in the mid-2000s. No big deal. No, not like today. <clears throat> Bro, let me tell you something. If... <laughs> Five years ago, if I would have walked in the room with a transgender person, I would have turned around and walked right out the other way. That would have died. I got to go. You're a good dude. See, you're a Manti Teo. So, Joe, good heart, I, I mean. When I woke up in the morning and left. <laughs> what? No, I'm just kidding. 
an open book. The mm-hmm. next day I went to work and I'm like telling everyone and people are like, what are you doing? I, I, would, take that, yeah. I would take that to my grave. <laughs> Safety number one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So that's my uh, that's my catfish story. <laughs> oh, good grief. I did write the person the next day and I was like, what the hell was that all about? Like, why didn't you tell me that? It's like you wouldn't have come over. I, obviously. I mean, I'm not into that type of thing. I don't. <laughs> What did you guys do? Just watch a movie and then talk sports? No, we didn't. I didn't sit there for a whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> the crying game. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Joe, she has um, she has Silence of the Lambs on the pot where the guy puts his dick between his legs and starts walking. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> Joe, I'm not I'm not like your um your your um Jimmy there on your other show where I hate, hate transgenders. I'm fine with it like you. Do do whatever you want. <laughs> I love woke Todd. He's the best. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> yeah. Transgender it's kinda like the hot thing going on right now. <laughs> Oh, you surprise me more and more every day. Well, uh, it was (laughs) my uh, one of the jobs I had. It was like 2001. We we had a big meeting to tell us that we had a transgender coming in the next day to work with us. Um, And no one knew what to do because it was not really a thing. And they said, just Joe, this guy was like six, three. And his name was Kim, and he went to the bathroom <laughs> in the woman's room. But it was just such a new thing. No one knew how to handle it. Wow. Oh, I'm sure she didn't even know how to handle it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. All right. So... I'm crying. I'm literally crying. <laughs> I thought I was going to pee my pants for a minute. There. Oh, God. That felt good. <laughs> All right, so check us out on social media, <laughs> Crimes Conspiracy to be on. Joe, your show is, uh, what is it? Divided We Stand. <laughs> yep, Divided We Stand. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Marks, the end is here for Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Just want to say that we appreciate all our Mark fans, but just as a reminder, please subscribe. <laughs> Check us out, like Todd said, on Facebook, Spotify, Apple, and Clo- Clovercrest Media. Bye bye now. Stay cool.